The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Uh, today, Matt and I are going to be joined by Nasruddin Imovov and Umar Nurmagomedov. A couple of really, really good fights on this uh, card coming up. Uh, what do you think, Matt, about uh, Gastelum being out and Strickland uh, now being in his place? Well, I always like watching Sean Strickland. Any, every, I like watching him anytime there's a camera on him. Yeah. Whether he's fighting... Nazardine or not you know what I mean he's he's very uh you never know what he's gonna come out of it but you never know what's gonna come out of his mouth you know he's very he's uh very honest and he's very open with his opinions and uh and I like that Nazardine man because if I had to sing his name I would do it a little jazzy I get a click on like this ready I'd go Nazardine Oh, Nazardine. Like Donkey Chan. Sure. I'm not helping you. No, 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 I'm not helping you. Donkey Shane. Donkey Shane. Donkey Kong. Like Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Yeah, it's Wayne Newton's big hit in Vegas. He would sing Donkey Kong every night. Oh, I'm lightheaded. Ooh, I'm lightheaded. I got a Donkey sit- Kong. <laughs> Listen to me, Donkey Shane. It's Don. Yeah. You ever have, you ever something? You ever hear something in in your brain? You know you're gonna have a trouble saying it, but you try. Yes. It, right? But I've and never said it wrong. that wrong. I've said a lot of I wrong said things. Donkey Shane. I said Donkey Shane the first time. You said Donkey Kong. <laughs> you said Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. <laughs> All right, let's start the show. Right. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. No, 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 we're good. We're in. We're in. Oh, shit. So anyway, Nazardine. Nazardine is a problem for anybody. Nice to fight. 
What do you, I thought he? I, I thought he won the can in your fight, and I thought that that decision should have went to Strickland. I don't think. I know he just likes the fight. It was close. It wasn't like a. It wasn't you know the great. It wasn't like Patty Pimblett, Jordan, uh, uh, Jared Gordon uh, 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 level of incorrect, but it was still. I don't remember. I remember it being. I close. felt um, you know. I felt it should have went to Sean. I just saw here that they're coming out with another fucking Fast and Furious movie. Oh, I don't like. The- I know Fast and Furious. All I That's know how I is jerk every off. time there's one, there's always with Vin Diesel saying. That's because we're wait, hold on. That's because we're family. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, I remember I saw somebody said so I saw him on a late night thing. And uh somebody and somebody asked if um I forgot the host. I don't know who it was. It might have been Jimmy Fallon. I don't know. I don't want to guess. But he I remember he asked them who would win between him and the rock if they fought. And he goes, and he always and he plays it cool, right? He's like, you know, I always get these questions. And I always ask whoever had more to fight for. I heard they don't like each other. Him and The Rock don't like each other. The Rock dislikes him a lot. And he tried to publicly say to The Rock, like, hey, let's make up or whatever. And and, and The Rock just was like, no. And The Rock seems pretty easygoing. There must have been something very seriously wrong that happened that he's just like, fuck this guy. Hey, man, he came on this program once upon a time. Our first one. Yes. Yeah, and I, mean, I told my story's movie, and I liked it so much that I was laugh out louding in the in the thing, LOLing or something. Yeah, and he's like, "What?" And, and it was really awkward. It was one of our first interviews. That's I think right. I became more of a skilled interviewer since then. Sure, we both have. I mean, you just get used to doing it. Um, but yeah, he was a very nice guy. About to break into my Nazardine. Nazardine. Listen, I start my day. I sing to my students. They're so lucky because not only do they learn how to strangle people, but they get this full. I'm like that emoji like this. Like, not only do they learn I, how to strangle people, but you make them want to. I hear <laughs> Now, let me ask you. Sean Strickland. Yes. Fighting at 205. It, it's a five rounder, though. Yeah. I mean, that, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think about that? You know, I'm guessing... Um, I mean, Strickland obviously uh, took it very late, which is probably why they're fighting at uh, 205. So maybe he agreed to a five rounder as long as they could fight at 205. Yes. All right. So they're both middle. Yeah. 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 It's it's just going higher. I think I'm I'm assuming because because uh, Gastelum had to drop out and, and Strickland, of course, stepped up like the animal that he is and just said, fuck it, I'll do it. But, you know, asking him to lose all that weight and then do five is probably a lot. Hey, your friend Bobby Kelly's still losing weight. Yeah, he's, um, I don't know when he'll plateau or what happens with that, but he looks very good. I saw Bobby, because his stomach is smaller. So when your stomach is smaller, you just, you know, you have to really fight to gain weight. So hopefully he'll, he's eating right. I want to get one of your comedian friends on soon. Sure. So, so much fun with them. I know, I well, know. Get him on here, man. Get Bobby Kelly back on. I would love to. I don't know where he is. He's too big for me now. Well. I don't like it. He lost like 100 pounds. He did, yeah. He looks that long? Is that really? Did he lose like 100? Because I've seen him really fat. I, I'm going to guess. Yeah, he was like fat where like Bobby was fat where like you, you, you stop even making fun of him and you're like, all right, my friend's going to die. You start to worry about like, can he do something? 
And then, uh, so everybody's just really happy for him that he lost the weight. Everybody is like, good, good for you, Bob. It was the right move. It is the right move. Yeah. And you ever see those things? I see those like, it's not a meme. It's like, I don't know if it's, a sh- it's like shorts on YouTube, whatever it is. But it basically says you, you work till you're 65 and uh, or whatever it is. And then the average life, uh, what is it? Ex- 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 uh, expectancy, yeah. Expectancy, yeah. Is uh, 78. So basically, you work, you work, work, then you retire to do what you like. And then what do you got? 12 years? 11 years? In your late 60s, early 70s, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then you die. Is that depressing? So I guess they're trying to say to start living now. That's what they're trying to say. I guess, but it's also, I mean, realistically, you have to eat. You know, you can't just, we can't just all run off and fly kites. I mean, you, we got to make a living. So hopefully you're in a job you like, like we're, we're in jobs that we like, um, which is, you, you forget that sometimes like we really, like how many guys out there, I walk by in the cold and they're like setting up fucking scaffolding in 20 degree weather. Cause they have to work on the side of a building, really hard work. And I'm like, those guys probably don't hate their job. But there's no way that that's their passion. They're just doing a good job to make a good living. If you're doing what you love, you're very lucky. You know, I was talking to one of my Jedis, one of my black belts, Johnny. And, uh, you know, and, I, and I'm telling him, man, because he's been helping out a lot. You know, I had my pro, I had my guy behind the desk, this guy, Dan, pool guy, good guy. He left after a long time, you know, and uh, I had why, to, why do you leave? Just well, yeah, it was time for him to go. He, you know, he he was there for a while, and you know, okay, it was time. But uh, but yeah, we're still on good terms. But you know, I had to have some people like st- I don't like to be behind the desk, Jimmy. You know, you know that. Yeah, people want a T-shirt. I'm giving them a T-shirt. People have no money. I'm going to let them pay. It's not good. It's not good for business, right? Because you're too you're softy. I'm I'm too I'm not good. I'm too nice, you know. So I get Johnny and then Sue, one of my black belts, this girl Sue. They're, they're my Filipino connection, my assassins. They're two my they just happen to be my two Filipino black belts, but they're great. Johnny and Sue, they just they really they really helped out tremendously. Right. I'm, I'm bringing that up because Sue just finally. This is something I was supposed to do with my the last manager, but we we got it done just now. We're doing that adopt a cop at Sarah BJJ, where we sponsor uh, police officers to train. Oh, so very little, if anything. And adopt a cop. Uh, that's great. Adopt a cop. So we're doing that at my school. And uh, I want to thank Sue for helping me get that going. Cause you know, I'm not, if it's up to me, I'll be like, yeah, I'll do it. I never did it. So are other places doing that matter? Is that something you guys came up with? It's, no, no, no. There's other schools doing it. I don't know how many they have. Uh, you can go to, uh, I think adopt a cop on uh, Instagram and, uh, it is also this. I'm sure there's sites for it and stuff, but it's really, uh, it, it's good because it's something I strongly believe in, you know. And you know, it, it'll. It's not bad for me either. I could do something with it with taxes or whatever. But I, you know, I'm helping out. I'm getting police officers trained, and that'll 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 save some lives for sure. Not I mean, only yeah, they should be trained. They should be trained oh. because they're in physical combat all the time, just handling some guy that doesn't want to be cuffed. It's got to be easy if you're trained to handle somebody. Yeah. Oh no. It, it's it's going to be a very positive thing, and that's what I like to do. I like to do my job when I do. When I'm, I, I feel I'm giving back just teaching my classes because I enjoy it and I like to make good people dangerous. But for police officers, it's not only for their own safety; 
It's for everybody's safety. Dude, if you're getting arrested and you're drunk and you're fighting a cop, you're much, le- much less likely to get shot or tased if the cop is really good in hand-to-hand combat and could subdue you. Uh, if you're a, a female officer and you're getting attacked and backup's on its way, you don't have to defeat the person. Right. You can survive the situation with the skills that you learn at my school or any legit Brazilian jiu-jitsu school. You learn life-saving uh, you know, techniques. Yeah. So I'm happy about it. I'm happy about it. So good job, Susana Dad. And good job, uh, Johnny Cambrano. Thank yeah. you. It's doing great. But they really, uh, you know, I just like to give shout out to the people that are helping me. And uh, in return, we like to help other people. Yeah, I think that's nice. It's a good program. That's a, it's a good Yeah. All the police, you know, they'll be, they'll be learning how to do the right thing. Um, and if you get pulled over, hopefully it'll be someone who knows you. Oh, well, listen, Jimmy, I kind of bank on that. You know, they'll say, you know, I hand them the license the way Sarah, the, the one that fought. I go, oh, I guess you don't need my registration. Hang on, I do. And you see that he's French Canadian. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like a piece of straw between his teeth. I'm like, oh, man, he was saying no. Oh, no. Anyway. Yeah. All I know is Phil Baroni's in a Mexican prison. And that really, I've been thinking about that. You know? It's alleged that he murdered his girlfriend in the hotel room. Allegedly. He said yeah. she fell, I think, or banged her head. Then I saw a report and he said, girl, said something like the girl had 37 bruises on her. It doesn't, it doesn't look good. No, it's a, I, it sounds terrible. It, it's, it, let me tell you. Life's about choices, man. You know, these young fighters, they live in the moment. It's weird. when No, no way this one's hitting me hard. Not because I, sh- I really care for the guy. Because he wasn't really a good guy, Phil Baroni. I think it's because I've seen his old journey. I've seen his journey right. from, a, from a kid that would just not be loyal to a, like any kind of team. He felt like he was the only guy. It was about him. And he would just bounce from this place to that place to that place to this place. And Never had anybody to truly have his back because he never was part of anything. Never had anybody else's back, right? Yeah. Because then you fast forward and you just, and uh, you, you see how they end up, how many bad decisions later. And, you know, I don't know, man. He was there on that war machine. Uh, he right. was there on that war machine trial when war machine was going to uh, court. And he was the only guy there for war machine. And like we say, Jimmy, you show me your friends, you show me who you are. Like, yep. you know what I mean? You're a good dude. I like you a lot. I think I'm a nice fella. So, I mean, we get along really well. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, the other guy. Well, compared to those two are nice. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, the one guy had to outdo him. He did. He was so horrible. Like, man, how could he go to court to back this guy up? Yeah, guess what? He outdid the guy. He put his girl in the hospital. You put yours in the morgue. Disgusting. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it's really... What's that? Allegedly, you know. I'm just oh, oh, yeah. I mean, it, we don't know yet. It's, it's got to be decided in court. But it's still like when you see anybody who's involved in a, a physically abusive, beating their partner relationship, it's like, what are you doing? I, I don't, how do you think that's going to last for a long time? How do you think that's going to work out well for anybody? You, you see this guy. I'm talking about Baroni again. You see him like, and you look some videos of him when he's younger and he's, and he, and he you know, he's, he's kid from Long Island and he's got the muscles and he struts to the, to the cage and and then you fast forward now 20 plus years later close to 30 years later and you see him looking like fucking Charlie Manson with a big beard and fucking you know you see it, it, it's strange it, it's just it, you know I don't know man you got to surround yourself with good people you know yeah I, 
like-minded people, people with positive energy. Because I don't know, I, I seen a lot of I seen casualties in this game, and he's the, and he's the latest one. Well, whenever you know somebody, even if you're not that close, if they're in your sphere, kind of in your circle of people or your development as a fighter or as a whatever job you're in, and then you see them arrested for murder, it's jarring. It really is, you know what I mean? Especially when it's not like a fight-related thing. It wasn't like a bar fight that got out of hand. It's a, a, like a hotel room and a, a loved one. Like, you know, ugh. yeah, I don't, I don't know him. Um, so I, don't, I really don't know much about what kind of guy he is. No, nothing good about him, but it, it's still very depressing. You know what I mean? I used to go to the Starbucks here in Long Island around by my house, and his mother worked at the Starbucks. She passed now. But okay. she was nice. The lady was nice. You know, some people are just born rotten. Would you ever see him? No, no, if I did, you know, I'd always keep him at distance. Well, you'd say hello. We almost had something ages ago, you know, where, where people had to get between us. And then ever since then, you know, he's a bully type guy. He knew I couldn't be fucked with and he'd always be polite and nice. But you know what you're dealing with. You're dealing with yeah. You don't want to lose cannon where you all of a sudden you're friendly. Next thing you know, you're getting sucker shot. So I never let the guy get close. But, uh, you know, I didn't want this for him. I mean, shit, you know? He was 16 and 19 was his final record. He had a bunch of losses at the uh, at the end. Um, started off good, though. I saw a thing with him, or an interview, and it was, I don't know how I got on. It's one of those things where you just click on one, it leads to another, that type of thing. And it was him talking about retirement. He's like, ah, oh, people want me to retire, but what if, if if I can't fight here, I'll go to Thailand and I'll fight over there. I don't care. I'll keep fighting. I'll do. It. And it sounded kind of cool. And guess what? He did that. He did that. He went to Thailand. I remember seeing it on Instagram. And I remember just seeing pictures of him, whether he'd win over there or lose or whatever. But then there's pictures with him look like with locals or whatever. And he'd have either a cigarette and a beer or this and that. And it just looked, he just looked, it looked, it sounds cool being like that, like a samurai traveling around fighting. Right. But it looked, it looked like he was lonely. Lonely, looked, yeah. And even in a picture, there was a picture with him in Mexico being like, ah, oh, this and that. Like, he looked, it didn't look, oh man, look, I want that guy's life. It's like, man, that's how you could end up. And that was shortly before this all went down, when he did that, where he just put a nail in the coffin. So it's like, I don't know, you know. He round. Know it looked like instead of saying, "Hey, Thailand sounds like a great option if you want." It looked like if you, what you're describing sounds like it looked like he was kind of resigned to being there because there was no other options. I heard him talking about an interview, and then I knew that's what he did with his life. Yeah, and it's like, and it doesn't sound awful. It sounds kind of like exciting and this and that. But when you look at it, when you looked at what I, I remember not just certain pictures. I remember being like. I don't think the guy's got a friend in the world. I don't think the guy looks like he's alone over there. It looks like he's taking somebody, he's having somebody take a picture and he's just, it It looks sad. It looks sad. It's sad. I don't want to, let's look at that. Let's make a U-turn out of this sad fucking. Who, well, who, who is it we were talking to, Matt, that had a school in Thailand? I don't remember. Oh, that's Mike Swick. Mike, Mike Swick, Swick yes. Uh, okay. AKA Thailand. Shout out to Mike Quick yeah. Kick. It, it was Quick Kick. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm almost positive. Quick. I'm, I'm Mike Swick. I, I don't. I don't know that. But I'm, I think was Mike. I remember. Is it Strawberry Quick? I used to love Strawberry Quick. Oh, I still do. I don't drink it, but I fucking love it. <laughs> do you love it? Oh, come on. Who, how do you not? I never you like chocolate milk, but uh, this is what I we do. Come down to, this is what we come down to talking about. Why not? 
We'll talk about whatever we want. Uh, Nasruddin Imavov is uh, running late. Uh, according to his team, he got uh, caught up with some stuff he had to do. So he'll join us a little later. Uh, that's a great excuse. Yes. No, I, oh, I knew what Nasruddin had to do. An right. interview with us. That's right. That's correct. Nasruddin, listen, you, you know, I could sing your name all day long, but people want to get to know you. You know, the more people get to know you and are invested in you, the more likely you are to draw and the more likely you are to sell pay-per-views. Let's just lay it out. Let's lay it out for Nazarene. But who knows? Maybe somebody fucked up and didn't tell him and he's protecting them by saying that. You never know, man. You know, people give it Aljo shit because he's saying, ah, I'm not ready. My bicep or something like that. So people are attacking him now. Why? Because he's hurt? I don't know, man. He wants to fight Henry Cejudo in 100%. I mean, that's, that is, in a way, a sign of respect for Cejudo. He's, he knows Henry is strong um, and dangerous. He's not an idiot. He's, he's like, I want to have, make sure my fucking, what did he say? That's the underhook uh, arm. Is that what it was? Like, he just did certain things. It hurts. What's, what's he supposed to do? Fight injured? I think he said it's his underhook arm. I thought so, yeah. I feel the strangle this morning using an overhook. But listen, man, dude. Overhook, underhook. Let's call the whole thing off. Oh! How about the fact, Jimmy? How about the fact that Sean Strickland is headlining back-to-back main events? He headlined UFC's last fight night of the year. And now the first one, yeah. Now the first one of the year, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What? What do you think about that? Nothing. What? You read so fast. You're so cool. Oh, sorry. No, I know. I just jumped to the end. Um, Yo, I don't know if you know this. They replayed. I said it last time, but you kind of ignored it. They replayed my appearance on the Jim and Sam show. They did. And people loved it. Strong like at least. No, I didn't ignore that. As a matter of fact, I even mentioned uh, that you were on with. Uh, oh my god, I think I have. I hope I don't have to mention my memory is really Rich starting. Rich Vaughn. Rich Vaughn. It it was Rich Vaughn. Rich Vaughn. Rich- Rich Voss. Theo Vaughn is a comedian. Right, so is Rich Voss. You said Rich Vaughn. Oh, Natasha Leggero. Like Natasha Leggero. Voss and Theo Vaughn. Can we get Theo Vaughn on? He watches MMA. He does. I saw him actually the last time I saw him was at the garden with Joe. I said hello to Rogan and Theo is there. Um, that guy's funny. He's I, very funny. I also like Bobby Lee. I like these guys. I, I love I, Bobby I, Lee. I find I find myself watching some clips of them. Yeah, Bobby Lee is great. He's a very unique individual very free um really he honest he likes video games he likes to sleep he likes a lot of things i like he's great he takes his shirt off a lot he doesn't care he's, he's really the best he's funny yes he is jimmy jimmy yes buddy are all comedians tortured or just most of them or, or do you think that's that's not true no i think most comedians have something going on um mentally i, I don't know exactly what um, but yeah, there's always a little something there. I, I'm just not exactly sure. I, I can't speak for the other guys, but yeah, I mean, most guys I know are a little fucked up. Oh, dude, I want you to call me if there's ever any tears of a clown. You understand? You understand what I'm saying? Sure. As soon as we hang up two minutes from now, Matt. <laughs> I'm going to be like, that was just for the radio there. But, um, why don't you come back on our, uh, the show with Sam? Sam loves you. So why don't you come back on? Well, Jimmy. After my last appearance, I think I might just take you up on that. You should. You know? Uh, I was going through the YouTube, and I took a picture of this, and it said, Matt Serra, legendary throw in BJJ match. Ricardo 
Amendolia BJJ. That's who you have to subscribe to. But it's a picture of me throwing babs. I took a picture of it because I was scrolling through this morning when I was in my parking lot of my of my uh, school, getting my, head, getting my head straight. You know, I'm about to go teach. About to go steam. Nice steam shower. A nice thirty minutes. Oh, it's nice. My balls. I do some squats in there. Anyway, and then I saw a picture of me throwing bad. And I go, wait a minute. It's not a big story. But, uh, you know, I ended up getting a nice throw. Jimmy, what are your plans this weekend besides watching the fights, which I'm looking forward to? Talk to me, man. Friday, I'll be in Fort Worth doing gigs. And Saturday, I'll be in Dallas doing gigs. And I fly home Sunday. So I have kind of a busy weekend, two different cities two shows in each one and tonight i'm working in uh here in the city i'm doing a place called the fat black pussycat i kind of run my hour um so yeah i gotta fly tomorrow i i never enjoy a flight matt you 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 don't mind them right it depends on how long it is and how my ass is doing i got issues oh i got colitis jimmy i was watching because i'm gonna go watch the new one soon like like maybe this week or next week the new avatar heard good things about it. yes me too but isn't it weird that the enemy is us, like the U.S. government? And they're just fucking, when they murder them, you're like, yeah, get them. And you're like, wait a minute. Is that kind of weird? I wonder what the military thinks of that. I wonder what like, any kind of, they're like, yeah, get them here. Blue aliens fucking stomp their fucking evil hearts. I mean, well, it's a bunch of military guys. I mean, it's so far removed from reality. These fucking blue idiots flying around that it's uh it's okay but yeah it's a safe bet for hollywood whenever it's the u.s is the bad guy or the russians it's just a safe bet for hollywood you're not going to upset anybody you're not going to have anybody protesting um but again i don't remember avatar so maybe it makes sense to have the military as the enemy i don't remember but you're right even in et who is the bad guy the military but again yeah, sometimes they, they, they are weren't slaughtering them they were just no that's true all all fucking crusty and shit i made them like a little fucking you know, on their, they put them on a fucking, they put them in a fucking tanning bed and shit, and it's all like, ah. yeah, he looked like a white dog turd, like one of those yeah, hard he dog like turds. Like a white piece of dog shit. Yeah, he did. He Stupid, laid on the bathroom floor like a lump. Fucking ET. Yeah. Yo, I fun fact about East ET. Sure. That that is just basically I shouldn't even say it because it's, it's it's so stupid that I know it. Okay. No, they used Reese's pieces as leading that up the stairs, and they wanted to use M and M's, but they couldn't get the rights. What stupid hey, hey, assholes M and M's are! Hey, I don't even know if you could look that up. I just like to yell. It. I'll bet you're right. And what stupid assholes M and M's company is? That free advertising. What dummies? Reese's pieces. I think. I think that they were happy as fuck. Of course, that's, he doesn't say that. Did That's some that? jerk off executive going, oh, we got to get the money. Let's get a few dollars instead of he realizing been, it's one like, of the biggest films of all time. He could have been said it in his weird voice, like, M and M. You know what I mean? No, I don't. <laughs> oh, it's a slow day on USB unfiltered. That's okay. Now, my thing is. Am I seeing Avatar this week or next week? That's my fucking question. Why don't you wait till next week? Because then I'll see it next week. I can't see it this weekend because I'm busy. Go Sunday. Are you going to go see it though? Yeah, I want to. I saw the first one in the theaters. And just for the IMAX 3D shit. Not for anything. I think it's a nice 10 years too late though. 
Could have been better if it was fucked. Even though I heard it's doing well. Yeah. And yes, we're ready for Umar uh, Nurmagomedov. If he is ready to come in, he has a beautiful, uh, beautiful front kick, Umar. He's really fun to watch. You like Umar's front kick? I do, yeah, very much. He's a very fun guy to watch. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. There he is. There he is. Hello, sir. How are you? How are you guys? I'm good. How are you? Very good. He doesn't need a translator, Umar. It's perfect. Sometimes, brother. Sometimes. Oh, okay. Oh, that's great. Well, nice to meet you, Umar. Nice to meet you. Where are you now? I'm in Vegas. Okay. And where do you live full time? In Dagestan. Oh, okay. And wh- how long before the fight do you come to Vegas? This time I come I come before two weeks because who who was with me my friend he's sick that's why I go I don't I like uh, I'm scared to sick that's why I leave I come to here my manager Ali care about me do everything like car apartments food and uh, other time I come like before one week. Fight week. Always, I come to be in Vegas. I come to one week because this is city and uh, same time like with San Jose. Little bit different weather, but time is the same. Not a jet lag, and uh, like this. Everybody always talks about how how great and how much success the Dagestani fighters are having. How I would. How old do do you start your training over there? How old did you start your wrestling and your training? Six. And is it an hour, two hours? When you start at six, what exactly is going on? Not everybody's wrestling bears. I get that. I know your cousin did that. But what is is it like, a practice for a six-year-old over there? I think this is because everybody who, who, like, your age, everybody go to training. And everybody, you know, like strong guys, everybody and every uh, father going to give your kids like to training uh, like he he will be protect himself. You understand? Nobody don't want to bully if you can wrestle, if you can fight. You understand? That's why. And when I was young, I remember like my age, everybody who teaches with me one class going to or taekwondo 
like uh, like Muay Thai. They go to Muay Thai. Somebody go to football. I go wrestling. Ah. And did you? Did I told you... my father. Sorry, I told my father I want to play football. He said no, wrestle. Ah, good, good for yeah. your father. Did you like it when you started taking it, or did it take a while for you to start liking it? I did this because I love this. Because I was, uh, I I grew up with my young brother Usman, and we always competition. You understand challenge. Father like push ups, like jump, like run, and that's why I wanna do something better. You understand? I wanna beat him. Did you feel any pressure being uh, cousins with uh, Habib when he's having success? Did you feel any pressure with your last name and everything? Now is no. Now is no before maybe. Now is I think I I become like mentally strong. I have like too much skills. Like now is I think I can be like I can be monster. I think in this MMA. I, I can be monster. I know like how is wrestling. I'm not bad grappling and striking, kicking. It's not not bad. You know, I have to keep training and smash all these guys in my division. We talked about Dagestan a little bit, but what is it like working with Coach Javier uh, Mendez, who I like very much? I like working with him and I work with him more boxing, kicking, box, boxing. And he's very, very good mental coach. You understand? He he care about you everywhere. And coach always watching my sparrings. He control my sparrings. He control my training. And like personality, he's a very nice person. You understand? He's very, very good. You you feeling with him like you you he's your daddy. Yes. You yes, I like that. Ione uh, uh, Barcelos is seventeen and three. Do you think, is he so far the, the toughest challenge you think that you've had um, or, or the most uh, the most accomplished fighter so far that you fought? Yes, I think this is most challenge for me because this guy very, very strong. He has good boxing and he has very, uh, very, very good experience. He many times in UFC and he has a lot of fight in UFC with tough guys. I think this is very big challenge for me. And I want, I want to finish him and I want to, I want to show how I must better. What do you, hey, let me ask you, Omar, what do you like to do when you're not training? I see you as a person that probably trains a lot. When you're not training, day off, what is, you have a nice hobby. What do you like to do? I have, I have hobby. I, I will, I like travel, uh, travel, you understand? I would visit some perfect place where I have like natural. Filming with drone, you understand? Yeah. Even if not drone, I like see to have like see watching, like you understand? Like I like this Na nature. I like. Yes, yes. Do you camp? Do you go camping? No, oh. no. I want this. I want to do this. I want to do. I have plan. You understand? When I'm retired, I wanna buy some good for mountains. Do like a uh, little bit home under like. Do like everywhere, take food like this, staying there like two, three nights, take a couple friends. I have, I want this filming with drone, you understand? Enjoy. Very, it's very peaceful, it's very relaxing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I like this. Do you do anything like, uh, are you watching anything or do you go to the movies a lot or do you not like any of that stuff? 
Uh, I didn't watch a lot of moves, uh, but some moves can teach you something, you understand? And if some smart move, I can watch. Yeah, Jimmy, if it's Fast and the Furious, he doesn't need to see that stuff. I don't like that either. I mean, I, I don't blame him. I, I find that stuff to be kind of uh, kind of boring. So you'll fight on Saturday, and will you go home Sunday morning, or do you see anything when you're in Las Vegas, or will you do anything fun when you're there? Uh, after fight, I will go to home. Exactly, I will to go to home because I miss my father, my mother. I want to be a little bit enjoy with my family. Reg, I was just going to say, there's a picture of him next to a race car. What's that about? You like to, to drive race cars? Uh, I was didn't drive. I was with uh, our friend make this for us. I was just sitting, you understand? Yeah. Like, uh, drivers, it's very nice. Different guy driving. It's you know, crazy, crazy feels. Yeah. I think all Dagestan guys like crazy drivers. They do, huh? They like the speed? I think, like, I don't know why, but everybody likes car, right? Like, nice car, like speed, like do, like drift, adrenaline, adrenaline. And before we let you go, yeah, what are your thoughts on uh, on Habib stepping away for a little while? Did you know he was going to do that? Yes, uh, I was a little bit talk with him, and I was ready for this because nobody cannot fly too much. This is very, very, very hard things. And you always lose your energy. You understand? Yeah. When when you corner one guy, you have to lose. Sometimes Habib corner three guys in UFC: Zubair, Islam, Tagir, like this. And this is happening couple times in the year. You understand? And going with everybody. Sometimes Singapore, Japan, Vegas, like this. I think that this is very hard things for like even for I don't know who can do like a lot of. That's why I I I I I happy he chose this and I'm still with him, brother. Understand? Anytime I can call him, hey, Habib, I need advice. How you think? Like talk with him. When I come to home, I will training with him. Same, Habib. I I think this guy never gonna stop training. You understand? Do you okay? Do you do you think that in the future? Do you think he will coach again? Uh... Coaching, like coaching, I don't know he will come to camps or no. I don't know because uh, I was like cutting work beginning. You understand when they say this and like, I'm here. I just talking with him sometimes, but not about his decision. I, I just talk about my fight, my weight, my training camp. And uh, about coordinating, I don't know, maybe. Maybe for very, 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 very important fights, maybe he will come. Okay. Um, well, you again, you're a very exciting fighter to watch and, uh, you know, a tremendous 15-0. Uh, so good luck on Saturday, and we look forward to seeing you, and I'm sure we'll see you uh, many, many times after that. Good luck, Omar. Thank you so much, guys. All right, have a great fight. Take care. Nice talking to you. Thank you. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Jimmy, that's great, man. Listen. Yeah, he's a fun guy to watch. His English was was uh was great. Yes. Yeah. We always try to talk a little slower. You have to talk slower on Zoom anyway, because again, sometimes there's a choppy delay. But uh yeah, very nice guy and uh he seems very centered. Yeah, man. Come on, Eileen. <clears throat> Sorry. Right. Um sometimes I listen to 80s music. Yeah, me too. You know? Yeah, some of it holds up, some of it doesn't. Sure. Oh. Some Pet Shop Boys, when they did that remake Always on My Mind by uh, either Willie Nelson or Elvis. I want to say Elvis is it's Elvis's song. I think that Willie covered it. Um, Elvis has a great video. It's all like pictures of him and Priscilla. I don't know who actually wrote it, though. Who did it first? I think Elvis. Elvis recorded it in 1972. Willie Nelson in 1982. When did the Pet Shop Boys do it? I'm going to guess 93. You were always on my mind. You're always on my mind. Jimmy. Elvis's version is better than Willie's. Oh, 87. Okay, I was way off. I, I think Elvis is the best version, but what do I? What do I really? Do? Yeah. Jimmy, you're the Pet Shop Boys? Um, I have, but I don't remember it. I'll listen to it after the show. I actually just put the window. Maybe I should have told you. I don't think they told you. I gotta get the words. But when it's on, I sing it. I don't blame you. I sing it like no one is listening. That's what you have to. Scream. And they're not. Believe me. They say <laughs> sing like no. <laughs> they have to listen, Jimmy. It's a really. It's an upbeat song. Okay. You know. I like a good cover, Matt. I'm a sucker for a good cover. Well, that's all you had to say. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Um, when is the, oh, no, no, I don't mean, <laughs> oh, okay. I you were, uh... no, 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 a good cover. I don't mean that. Yeah, man. Adopt a cop. When is Volkanovsky fighting, um, Makachev? seems like they've been talking about that fight forever. There's no producer. It's still a month away though. It's a month from today. Actually, as of right now, the co-main fucking incredible Josh Emmett, Yair Rodriguez. Wow. Is that a good fight? That's the co-main of 284. Oh, what is that? Um, What's that? Randy Brown is fighting Jack Della Madalena. Um, that's the third fight up. That this is a great card. Well, I'm looking at it right now, Jimmy. That's what yeah. I want. I want to talk about it too. Oh, by the way, do you know what fight I'm looking forward to? Sorry, I'm jumping all over the place like an ass, yeah. Matt. Um, hold on a second. There's a fight. Uh, uh, Raquel Pennington, Kellen Vieira is on this card coming up, and that's a really good fight. Uh, and that is, uh, is it, no, it's not the prelims. It is the main card. That's a great fight, too. I, I did. Don't write it's the main card. I saw that, and it stuck out to me. Also, Tony Barcelos and uh, Number Gamanov is the first fight, and that's the second fight in the main card. Well, the, well the, I don't Again, we, we are. That is, first of all, Caitlin Vera and Raquel Pennekin could mean event something. That's a good yes. fight. That is a very good fight. Yep. I'm excited about that fight. Also, also, Danny, Danny Jackson is definitely yep. a fucking, that's a fucking fight right there. That's the co-main, yep. 
Darn right, that's the co-main. And then what time does this thing start? Uh, well, it's, uh, Vegas. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess eight o'clock for the main card. Let me guess. Instead of that, four o'clock for the prelims. Seven o'clock for the main card. I was off by an hour. So you would have listened to me. You would have missed the fucking uh, an hour of the card. Oh, and then my black belt Danny and my blue belt Elise, who met at Sarah BJJ and are now married. Myself and my wife are sorry. My wife was. We were. We had a. There was a death in the family. Then my wife got sick, so we didn't even end up going to the funeral services. But I was supposed to go to my my one of my black belts, Dan, Danny uh, Pizzo, his wedding here in Long Island. They got married. I Dude, people, we brought, brought through my academy. Not only do I make good people dangerous, but people, like, we bring life into this world. People met at my academy, and next thing you know, they're married with kids. It's crazy. Yeah. It's nice, Jimmy. It's a circle of life. They met at my school. I wanted to be there. I'm going to see our friend Mickey Gall tonight, too. Wait, what? What's Mickey he doing? Gall. He's taping he the Chip Chipperson podcast. Wait, is he really? Yeah. You're, you're, you're doing the Chip thing still? I'm only yep. talking around. Yeah. I, but listen, Chip, me and Chip never saw eye to eye. I know. I, so I think I'll, you should come on once. I don't think it would be as fun as you think it is. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I could play along. Oh, you'd love it. Yeah. I'd rather go on Doug Bells. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Doug will interview you. You gotta go. You literally have multi-personalities. Oh yeah. shit. Good thing. Good thing. Right in the, right in the <laughs> this any time. You, all right. Let's, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's bring Nazardine in here. Yeah. Nazardine. Let's talk to Nazardine. Yes. Let's bring him in here. Um, the second time this Gaslam fight has been scrapped, by the way. So I'm, I'm happy that they managed to make it work. And hats off to Sean Strickland for stepping up. All right, let's go. Okay, there he is. How are you doing? Good, and you? Very good, thank you. Now, is it going to bother you at all when, when Sean Strickland gets too mouthy? Because he, he's known to talk. No, but you talk. No, not at all. I'm prepared. I'm waiting for him in the cage. No worries about that. When did you find out that Gastelum uh, would not make this fight? Um, and did you know immediately that Strickland would step up? Yeah, no, I didn't know right away that it was going to be Strickland. So I took, a, I took a look at the top 10 and I asked myself, okay, I hope that's going to be someone in the top 10. So it might be Strickland. It might be another fighter. I didn't know. And you guys are fighting at 205. Um, you know, he hasn't, Strickland hasn't had the time to get ready. But how do, how do you feel about fighting at 205? I feel more than ready. There's no cutting to do. So that's a good thing for me. No, pro no problems. Yeah. Have you ever gone into a fight like this late in, in, in the week where you're not cutting weight? Is this the, like the first time you haven't really had to cut? Yeah, that's the first time I have to cut, but I don't cut a lot to be at middleweight. So yeah, I'm not suffering anyway when I cut for middleweight, but that's good anyway. With Kelvin dropping out, falling falling out of the fight here, dropping out, it's good that you get a name like Sean Strickland because everybody is tough, but some people's name are bigger than others. Sean Strickland, he's a popular guy. So it's you. are you happy that you got another big name? Yeah, it's even better because Gaston was behind me, whereas Strickland is number seven. So for me, it's all good and even better. And how did it feel to fight uh, Joaquin 
uh, Buckley. It was such a great fight in Paris. How, how good did it feel to be on that card? It was unbelievable. There was my family there. I had my friends. Everything was absolutely unbelievable. And I can't wait to do it again. So you like having your family and friends in the crowd when you fight. You hear different things from different fighters about that. Yeah, for me, it's, it's better to have the family. It gives me, it gives me strength. Hey, Nazardine, when you're not training, when you're not fighting, what do you like to do? You have any hobbies? What do you like to do on the day off? So actually, before, I was all training, all the time, thinking about training, living training, but I understood that it's better to have something else. So now I have, I just go out with friends on the weekends. I go out uh, with my family, with my friends, do normal stuff, but to get my head out of fighting a little bit and not think always only about that. Balance, a little more balance. It's good. And is this your first uh, main event? Yes. Yes, it is. My first five rounds. And now, so how does it feel? Uh, I, I know there's more press obligations and things like that. How does it feel to be doing your first main event? So that's one more goal that I can tick off my bucket list, but I think I deserve it. So now we're going to up and up and always moving forward. But I'm happy, and I'm I'm really happy that I'm going forward. Do you think that Strickland is the most? Would you say he's the most dangerous guy you fought to date? Or, or I know he's he's high, his ranking is good, but would you say he's the most dangerous guy or the most uh, experienced guy you fought? So when you look at him, it seems uh, he looks like a beginner. Yes, of course, but he's dangerous. If he's number seven, that's not for nothing. So yeah, I'm I'm prepared, and I know he's dangerous. I, I thought he won. It was a very close fight. What did you think? Did you think that he, uh, I thought he should have gotten the victory in the Cannoneer fight. Did, did you watch that fight? And what did you think? What was your takeaway? <laughs> so yeah, I, I watched uh, I watched it a little bit, but I couldn't finish it because I had a little bug on my UFC fight pass. But yeah, for what I watched, it was very close. But for where I stopped, uh, until I stopped, I thought that Cannoneer was a little ahead. But he was at the third round. Oh, okay. Um, and you started uh, boxing at nine years old, which is very young to start boxing. Did family get you into boxing or was it something that you saw and wanted to try? So my father was actually a boxer. My brothers box as well. And the, and the club was right next door. So it was natural. It was just one of those things that was bound to happen. When did you realize you would do it for a living and it would become your career? Or did you always intend it to be that? So actually at the beginning, when I started boxing, I wanted to become a professional boxer first. But then at 17, I discovered MMA and I discovered wrestling. And of course it's linked to my roots in Pakistan. And from this point on, I switched a little bit. And then from professional boxer, I wanted to become a professional MMA fighter. Well, you certainly have, and you're doing uh, very well. Matt, did you, was something you wanted to ask? No, I was going to say, so you, when you did, when you had a boxing match, what, did you have a different feel when you won your first MMA match compared to the boxing match? You know, like what, what, was it just more thrilling for you? You enjoyed putting everything together more? Say exactly myself. Yeah, well, actually, I, yeah, I liked it more because I felt more free and I felt like everything I can work on, whether it's wrestling, even the kicks and stuff like that, 
I was getting a little bored with uh, boxing just because of the fact that it's only the arms and the upper body. And I liked more to be able to use everything. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. I'm psyched up now. Me too, everything. It's a fight. Put in hopes that you'll be rooting for him. Yes, yes, I will be. I don't care if Sean Strickland knows either. He's a, psychopath. He's a psychopath anyway. It's all good. Okay, thank you guys. Yes, congratulations on the main event. Great opponent in uh, Sean Strickland. Uh, and have a great fight, and we'll talk to you again. Take care, guys. All right, Jimmy. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Yeah. I'm glad we got him. I'm glad he came. I do. That was fun. You yeah. know, and I didn't uh, listen, man. We like Sean Strickland. He's out of his fucking mind. I love Sean. I love Sean. Yeah. I think when he's done, he's just going to retire in the mountains somewhere away from people. Or maybe he, yeah, does he open a school? I mean, who knows? So many guys open schools and he has such a, a recognizable name. Um, what is he? Just beat the shit out of everybody every day? Why not? I mean, uh, you know, guys coming in want want to learn how to fucking do what he does. I mean, I wouldn't mind learning from a guy like Sean Strickland. I wouldn't want to spar with him, but I wouldn't mind learning from him. Yeah, Jimmy, I think you'll learn. I think you'll learn the hard way. I'm sorry. Listen, let's, uh, <laughs> let's, what are we going to do? Let's plug the, let's plug the fights. Yeah. And uh, we'll say our goodbyes. Nazardine against uh, Sean Strickland. It's a great fight. Let's do a couple of picks. Why don't we pick a couple of, uh... and by the way, it's Donkey Shane. Yes, I know, not Donkey Kong. I never, I don't, we have to replay that because I'm not sure I said Donkey Kong. I think I said all Donkey right. Kong. But all right, let's go. Let's pick a couple of fights. Nazardine or Sean Strickland? Hmm. Sean's coming off two losses. Ah, do I see him losing three straight? Yes. No. Oh. Yeah. I, but al I also think Sean has, again, Nazardine is a great fighter, but Strickland has a tremendous amount of experience. He's faced a lot of really, really high-level fighters. Sing his name, Nazardine. Nazardine Imavala? I don't want to sing it. I'd rather just say it. Right? Well, then you do what makes you comfortable. I feel... Let me see Nazardine's record here. Let me see some of these fights. 12 and 3. Strickland is 22 and 5. He's, 20, he's 12 and 3. And his only losses, by the way, have been decisions. I think his first fight was a loss. It was a, a, a sub, I think. Uh, I don't know why I'm guessing. I should just go and find it again. Um, but he tends to be able to go the distance. Hold on. Let me see here, buddy. Yeah, decision to Phil Hawes, decision to uh, Michael uh, Mikalski, and uh, he lost his opening fight, uh, who's a guy uh, I will never be able to say his last name, uh, to a sub, um, a first-round submission. But that was almost seven years ago. Tell you right now, man, he's looking on point lately, man. He sure is. I mean, Shabazian, that watch out, Shabazian. That I, the, 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 I think the most claustrophobic thing for me when I watch, even more than when guys like Habib get you in the fucking, they mush your face in the corner, they just start pounding your head, is is the uh, is the uh, the crucifix is such because that looks like a schoolyard ass kicking when someone gets you in a crucifix yes yes jimmy i do that on and he did that to shabazian oof first round stoppage nazardine really 
No, I think his last three fights, him and Buckley went to decision. He got unanimous. Uh, He stopped Shabazz here in the first or second. Sorry, second. And Heinish. In the, in the, uh, no, no, he stopped them both in the second. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Second. And so that's why I'm thinking second's the sweet spot. Sean's taking this on, on, on how much time notice. Uh, these last three fights, he's been on fire. Those tough, tough guys. I'm kicking Nazardine. I'm saying he's going to come out pretty. You know what? I'm going to say that first round because I think he's going to come out guns blazing, and he's going to be like, "Yo, let's go." You know, I, I'm inclined to take Nazardine because again, Sean didn't really have a the time to get ready. I mean, they're fighting, Actually, bro. But he's I'm also sure. he, he he's gone five rounds uh, more than once. He's been the main event. He's handled this pressure before. Imovov may handle it very well. You never know. I'm going to take Strickland, and I think Strickland stops him in the third. I would have said decision, but again, A, they're fighting at 205, and B, he's had a week to get ready. So I don't think it's going to go the distance. I think if it goes the distance, it works out to Imovov's favor. Uh, I'm going to say Strickland round three. Second round stoppage, Nazardine. Okay, I give Strickland a third round stoppage. Right. Anything else you want to talk about? Any other? No, I think we're good. It was a fun. uh, I'm glad we've got both of those guys on. Uh, Thank you to uh, Nazardine and Umar Nurmagomedov, and I'll watch the fights and talk to you over the weekend. Co-main event. Yes. Uh, Oh, Danny. Yeah, you want to do Danny Gay too? Damon Jackson. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Ige by decision. Who am I taking in that? It's going to be close, but I think he'll eat yeah. it out. Let me just see. Jimmy, it's going to be close, but I think I think Dan eat. He will eager it out. Mm. I don't know if you heard me, Jimmy. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I, I didn't hear you. <laughs> I said, all right, listen. Jimmy, I'm going to take eager as well. Hold on. I'm just looking oh, at uh, in a close fight. What do you think is going to happen? Jimmy, it's a it's a, it's a disservice. It, I should be on stage. I should be on stage. And I should go out there and be like, ah, I got no material, but let me tell you about this Dan Ige character. He has <laughs> lost four out of five fights. Um, Jimmy, I'm not going to go on stage as much as you try my hand in comedy. This is me trying my hand in comedy. And also with my students, sometimes I show them something <laughs> and we get locked up, right? I go, I go now, look, when you're locked up with a judo player, you know where I'm going with this, Jimmy? I go, very dangerous. Do you know why? Because you can be thrown? No. Well, partially, but judo knows what he's going to do. Anyway, Jim, listen, man. Sometimes you- I wish there were Zoom problems. Where- where are you doing your comedy? Tonight I'll be at the Fat Black Pussycat Friday, Fort Worth, Saturday, Dallas. Um, and only that, Matt, I'm going to take Ige in the second fight in the co-main. Uh, Sean, the second fight, the co-main. I'm going to take Ige. I don't think he loses five out of six. He's down four out of five. He's too good a fighter. I'm going to take Ige, and I think he stops him uh, in the second round. Oh, awesome, Jimmy. Jimmy, we have so much fun. I take Ige by, Ige by decision. And uh, I'll talk to you over the weekend. You know you're going to get a text from me. Good. Talk to you soon, buddy. Goodbye, everyone.
for 25 years. Nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 